Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I am Darth Lark from the Batman uh, Dark Knight Minute. And uh, you can find me over at geekmindfusion.com. All right. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 172 of Dawn of Justice. And the minute's going to start out with uh, Lex Luthor standing up in his uh, jail cell. And the minute's going to end with uh, a very uh, close conversation between Lex Luthor and a scary Batman. Yeah. Which, scary red light Batman. Yeah, this is uh, this is some intimate... You, you know, you always see um, like those Batman moments where he, you don't see the interrogation happening. Yeah. And people like... All of a sudden, Batman's like, all right, I found out the information. It's like, this is one of those moments where it's like, oh, how does how does he actually interrogate someone? Um, which, the last two times we've seen Batman in film interrogate someone, he almost always doesn't flat out win any information. Like with the Joker and then with Bane, like asking about the detonator. And then this one. (laughs) Exactly. And so, like, this one, it's like, it's very terrifying. Like, I would be terrified. Like, hey, I'd be terrified of him just standing in that room. Like, that's that's half the interrogation, his presence right there. You know, like the common joke where it's like, you make him sing. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, whatever you want, man. I, whatever you want to know, I like, because he's so, he's so huge like mm-hmm. this character like this like ben affleck is like like okay well what if batman was like on steroids yeah like, basketball yeah. for shoulders <laughs> Basque- dwight howard shoulders oh, yeah it's true <laughs> frank miller batman definitely yeah it's like just massive and so the only thing i always ask for the white eyes like the yeah well like sorry jim lee batman eyes mm-hmm. like if we just had that, like, I, I guess it doesn't make sense to have it. Like, maybe there's no logic behind it, but it's like, it'd be terrifying. Deadpool has it. Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. Deadpool was able to pull it off. Um, I don't know if that's actually part of the costume or if that's all done CGI. I, I CGI. Yeah, it has to be. Mm-hmm. But the only time that I've seen something like it in Batman was in The Dark Knight when he has that... Um, oh, when the like so, the echo echo the dolphin yeah. game yeah, gets yeah, playing on the cow. Yeah, with the sonar or the their version of the detective vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was that's the only time you ever see anything like that. And I mean, the armored Batman suit when he fights yeah. Superman. Yeah, I mean that's like classic. That is that is yeah. That uh, is. I, I do. I will give the fil- film credit. I do love that armor. I in fact. I have a action figure from the uh, Dark Knight Returns, the armored Batman from like the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I have that action figure with me right now, so I do love that armored Batman. It's great. So you need to get the one from the movie now, and then you put them side by side. I I've been like I just don't have time or really the resources to do it, but I really want to do like an armored Batman cosplay. They have um. They have like uh, these Pepecora stencils that yeah, you can do. Yeah. You can make them out of foam and whatnot. Um, 
Yeah, my brother has a 3D printer too, and I've been thinking maybe I could just 3D print the but, everything. You can yeah, 3D I, print everything. Everything you can think of. It's like you can do it. I don't think <laughs> his printer is big enough for some of the pieces though. Just because I'm lo- I'm looking at the action figure right now, you need like a really big printer in order to do like the chest pieces for example just do it in small parts very small parts yeah i was even thinking at one point of actually like learning dismantle like like aluminum and doing it that way and like actually forging armor that way sucks it's terrible you remember nate yeah i've been there (laughs) nate did a whole not a whole way. It's, it was a ma- good part of a Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. The Mandalorian Met- armor. Was, yeah. And you guys just bought like aluminum. Just sheets of metal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, they hammered it, uh, like kept hammering to like bend it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it looks great, but it's heavy. Oh, yeah. It's that was... so heavy. Like you just be dying the whole time. Like this was a bad idea because this sweaty. weighs so it was real much. sweaty, man. <laughs> Were you using steel? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. That that might be why steel is super heavy. That's why I was thinking aluminum, just because of how much lighter it is. Yeah, there's it's a lot of bendable. Yeah. I think it was like just all we had available to us. Like I think we just went up to Skycraft up the road and was like, "Hey man, we just need sheets of metal." They were yeah. like, <laughs> "They were like, all right, you got like fifty cents." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like um, when we were watching the Excalibur movie. And it's like these guys; they just <sighs> their whole lives are just walking around and metal it's like it's a that's like a really just dumb idea like like who thought of that like oh let's wear metal like that's not a good idea i guess it really all comes down to like what warfare was back at that time because it was probably very useful until they were able to develop um whether it was crossbows or bows and arrows with the enough uh Mm -hmm whole strength in order to launch the arrows to actually pierce the armor mm-hmm. I think at that point where it's just like oh well those heavy bulk of suits of armor are completely useless now so let's just not even bother anymore and then of course when uh guns started coming into play then it's like yeah then definitely because it just go- cuts through it like butter you know what like i'm trying to think like hum- like you take a knight they, and you throw him into the Revolutionary well, War and see they, what happens. Yeah, well, I was thinking like the throughout the history of man, like the time frame that they were like, okay, let's have metal and like let's wear metal is like a very short period. Like we went into like, oh wow, wearing metal into battle is the, great, and then it very quickly was like, this is stupid. Like the Bronze Age, like so yeah, a long time, medieval, bro. like one thousand to like. Probably. Around the time that they discovered the Americas, and they're like, "This is stupid." They we wore metal just... armor in like Greece, though. Barely. Well, it's that whole Bronze Age era. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like it wasn't that long before they realized this was stupid, and then we just like, "All right, let's just not wear that." Because like by the Up time, until, like motors and stuff, I, I guess the turn of the century, maybe. they weren't wearing. By the time they invented the motor, no, that's yeah, that's <laughs> way far away. I was like, no. Like, what what was that say? old TV show on like Spike where it was like you had the warriors from different oh, time periods and they fought? Warriors, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that show. I was actually thinking about that as we were talking about this because I remember they did an episode where I think they had knights versus pirates. And pirates <laughs> won just for the fact that the um, blunderbusses and the uh, 
revolvers that they had were able to pierce their armor and you know just like you know completely different types of warfare at that point uh, you know you have uh i would i think what was it like probably a 500 year gap between those periods so yeah like comparing oranges and apples ultimately except the orange has guns <laughs> mm-hmm Oranges have guns. Remember Oranges that, guys. Guns. Next time you go shopping. Um, I mean, that's like Iron Man versus Magneto kind of thing where it's like, oh, that, yeah, that just didn't make any sense at that time. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. How did we get to this conversation? I just realized that this Batman isn't wearing armor in this. So we can start with that. That can be yeah, our right, segue. That's the, that's the segue. Yeah, this Batman so, isn't wearing. Okay, so I have a question. This whole business with the lights going out and the warden and the guard disappearing. What do you think happened? You think those are like they're just a hologram and he just like programmed like a little feed to just go and he just shows up or did he like Yeah, he like go to the uh, warden and be like, Hey, you need to show up there, lights are gonna flash, you need to hightail it out of there. Tupac hologram the war that's not even the warden. Is that the warden? I assume that's the warden. Yeah, he said the warden wants to speak with you. And that guy to the right is the actual warden. I assume. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'll buy it. He yeah. looks like a warden. Isn't that the same guy that was on the... Uh, Maybe that's Bruce Wayne. Is he in the disguise. same guy that was on the boat in the Dark Knight? The boat. What? There's a boat. There's a oh. part of the scene of the boat. There's this guy. He's standing there. I think it's the same guy. Maybe he's a fan. He yeah, probably is. Yeah. I have to, have to go look that up on IMDb or something. When you guys get there, mm-hmm. look at it. and let Let us know. Then be like, hey, guys, we found out it wasn't the same guy. And then we'll go, okay. Darn it. Just another Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Oh, today is Tuesday. It's a Tuesday episode. Oh, Did you it? say that without realizing it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because then I wouldn't have made it such a big deal. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that Warden is Bruce Wayne. What, like matches Malone? No, he's too tiny. Yeah. that's so, He does that. He, he, he figures out a way to do stuff like to that. To get... Smaller, yeah, he looks like himself short. He looks like an old lady, and then he's no, like, he was already short and <laughs> stocky. That's just because Frank Miller likes lady. to draw weird proportions. He was also Mr. Half Blind with the scratch off ticket. That was him, too. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't know. Now we're getting into some fantasy elements, like now we're dealing with. You know, not even like the theatrics that we get in the Dark Knight trilogy. Now we're getting into like, you know, completely preposterous uh, costume changes and, you know, doing like some Mission Impossible facelifts or, you know, like uh, that's the thing. You can't really explain this rationally. And that that was one of the observations I've had is just like, wait, where did he come from? Where did the other guys go? I mean, what? like, yeah, but that's I, I think, yeah, that is the explanation right there. It's, it's Batman. Like, it's Batman. Batman. That's yeah. just, you that, have to accept it, that. <laughs> it, and I mean, that's kind of the nature of these podcasts is that we have to find something to talk about. And so we mm-hmm. kind of get it nitty gritty. But then when you're in the moment of like watching this movie, you're just like, oh, no, that that's yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for sure. That's totally Batman. That's a total uh, Batman. Movie. It's true though. It really is true. I mean, in the moment, but with Soledad O'Brien. Yeah. In the moment. Um, so it, at this point, my question is, which one of these guys is Batman? None of them. 
I'm telling you, it's either is it. Do you I, think it's an officer? Or do you think it's a warden? It's both. He's actually in a two people suit. And do you think he's dressed up as Bruce Wayne underneath the makeup, or is he in the Batman costume? It's like and those then, guys are already knocked see, out, like the, and the he's security got... hat is covering the Batman ears. No, I think I think he has marionettes, and he's just like yeah. controlling him from up above, and then. It just cuts to like, it, that's why they're always far back because if you get like a zoom on and a close up on their faces, then you start looking at Team America. It's like, surprise, cockfag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. It's, uh, just like, it's like you can, um, you can grab like uh, brooms, just like the stick of a broom and like strap them up to two people. So, their arms oh you're like you know weekend I mean? bernie's yeah there you go yeah. you go weekend at, he's weekend at bernie's two people though so that means he knocked them out and then weekend at bernie's them yep yep i think i think that's the best explanation we got and i then think because i know batman can throw his voice like he knows how to do that yeah i like them shoes mm-hmm. yeah. i heard it it's classic batman um and i you know it's either I don't know. There's no way that they were like, all right, we have to run as soon as the lights start flickering. No. It's like, I don't know if that's actually the case. I feel like there's a common trick here. Like there's a, there's a theatricality coming. I kind of wish they didn't even show these two people. Cause then like, if it was just like, like a speaker. Yeah. Like the PA one system. Just, yeah. Like a PA system or something like that. Like that would have been, or if like he was in a closed off room and there's just like a camera on him and they come through. You know, in Dark Knight, like, when they're just like, he's in there already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or it's, maybe it's a completely bright room, but then he just shows up in it. That's Batman. But I can take this one as if you tell me that Warden is Batman, I believe it. If you tell me the police officer is Batman, I believe it. If you tell me it's a Tupac hologram, have you always thought that it it, it could it should be so I like Batman? I, was, uh, I don't know. Did you ever think like it was like honestly think that one of them was Batman? One of them was no, just in costume. But I believe no? it now. You believe it now? Yeah. Okay. Now that I, for some reason, I'm now noticing this warden guy, <laughs> and now I'm like, this guy's Batman. No way. No way. <laughs> maybe maybe we. Does Lex Luthor actually look at them? That's what I'm saying. Like, he has to. Yeah, he looks at them. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, it's like they walk from all the way down to the hallway. The guy actually has speaking lines with a close-up. Oh, now he looks at him. Yeah. <sighs> Bummer. He didn't look at. He he saw them. Yeah, like if he didn't look at them, then it could be like a. Then it could be fooling us. Yeah, and they can get away with that. That's what I'm saying. Like if it was like in a speaker, like a PA system, it would be fooling us as well. Then I would believe Batman just like had a voice recording and just like played it through, or whatever. We can fix that. You just digitally scrub them out, add a PA effect on their voices, and boom, you win. But I'm gonna say that's matches Malone. Nope. Um, but then let's jump right into it. We do get the uh, strobe light effects. Batman does show up, and then it's also got like this red room glow to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think they were just like, hey, Batman wants you to shut off all the power in this section for theatricality? And they were like, okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't get paid enough to this. 
Yeah, seeing like the electrician like in the background, he's just like at the breaker and he's just like flipping the the breakers on and off just randomly. He's like, he's like all right, Batman told me to. Okay. Here's my other question: Is like, do you think this prison was actually like agreeing to working with Batman for this interrogation, or do you think that like, he just showed up and was like? I'm going to get into this prison. If it's if in universe, I'm thinking about it, like in the moment, so that O'Brien, I think he just f- saw this as an opportunity and just went for it. Maybe Shut he, off the power like, at the time, like EMPs or something like that. I think he knocked out the guard and the warden because they're not there when the lights come back on later that we get, we're going to see. Um, maybe the I think officer he, like, thought it was the warden too and he fell for oh it. Oh my gosh. It's not him. He's not matches. <laughs> He set this whole thing up just to sneak in there. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think the prison knew Batman was going to be a part of this. No. Yeah, absolutely. They not. didn't work with him on this. No, I think he did some play. sort of Batman thing and opened up the door and turned the emergency lights on for theatricality. 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 That's a word. Yeah. All right. Bane says it. Does he? Yeah, I'm not quoting it. You need to quote it. I'm not doing it. Well, maybe I should. Or what? what's the line again? There you go. Uh, See, now you can't. Well, if you give me a minute, I actually have the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is I, it Bane? Uh, well, well, Bane says it. I know. Um, I know Rachel Ghoul says it. Rachel Ghoul talks about it all the time. I, I don't think they say it in Dark Knight. Yeah, no, deception. Deception. Or hand rules for those who are uninitiated. But we are both initiated. Something along those lines. There's something there. Yeah. Man, I wish there was a podcast that did that movie minute by minute. (laughs) (sighs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Um, uh, Batman does his uh, best rendition of the song. Um, What's that Puff Daddy song? I'll be missing you. I'll be missing you. And not yeah. the sting version. Every kiss you. That's not even the lyrics. I think that's the every breath that's you take, Puff Daddy version. Every uh, move you make. Every step you take. There you go. Every move you make. I'll be watching you. That's the sting every version. Every ice you skate. But then the Puff Daddy version is I'll be missing you. You remember that one? Yes, I remember the okay, Puff Daddy version. Just making sure you remember that. Because if you don't, we got to look it up. But you do remember it, and yes. that's and that's what we're getting here with um, Batman, who's extremely pissed that uh, his best friend—he's not his best friend—he's not his best friend—passed uh, away mere days ago. The buddy, yeah. What? Uh, where do you think the anger is coming from? Just because he's just because of what he did? Or yeah, he played him like he, a fiddle, bro. Yeah, I I think he was particularly pissed off, especially dealing with the um, one guy in the wheelchair, the uh, Wayne Foundation employee, and, you know, blowing him up and, you know, sending all those threatening notes to him. And then um, there was something else that he did. Damaging the life of Wallace. Well, well, bringing bringing Doomsday into, like, into the world is, you know, I'd be pretty pissed off for, for somebody doing that. It's like, are you crazy? He's like, ah, yeah. Causing America to launch a nuclear weapon. Um, yeah. yeah, just all kinds of things. And also knowing his identity, which I think he doesn't know yet. 
or does he? I think he does. He does. Right, right here, he he He's, knows it. Yeah, I know. Okay, so yeah, let's get into that. Uh, that is Lex Luthor's response: is that he knows Batman's identity, um, and he's kind of doing his his typical Lex Luthor thing with like I think the dialogue is great for this character throughout this whole movie, um, and the way he plays with words as he constructs sentences, like in this scene, like he toys with the idea that he knows his identity but i always felt like shouldn't have batman figure that out by the end or like towards like before the doomsday fight like did he not already know that or is like he just finding that out now i think he knew like from a long time ago because i don't understand why he would be sending those notes to bruce wayne like you know you let your people die and you know, kind of stoking the flames, if you will, unless if he knew that Bruce Wayne was able to do something about it. And I don't think, I don't think uh, Bruce Wayne in and of himself would have the power to take on Superman. But I think he, he, I think he knew that he was already Batman and yeah. that he was that for, to it at his, his advantage. Yeah. And I think what Lex Luthor is doing is he's, uh, he's a, he's doing it again where he's like, now remember I know who you are. And like Batman's like already coming in here. Like, dude, I don't even care that you know who I am. Like I've already got this figured out. Like, you know, well, we'll have to save that information. But he like, he comes in here, like even though he knows that Lex Luthor knows his identity, Uh he's like, yo, I'm following. I'm, I'm already, I already got this figured out boy. Um, but I do just like the wordplay that's, that's used here. Like, the character is just written. What does he say? The Wayne uh, manners are are gone. He says, um, "Hold on, fam, 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 fam." <laughs> You're gonna have to cut this. Go for it. Shoo, excuse me. You got this. Um, do I have what? Do, Keep oh. playing the minute. <laughs> Civilization on the Wayne manners out the window. Uh, that's the wordplay you're talking about. Yeah, where he's like, and this is how it all caves in, and caves, civilization on the Wayne manners out the window. Manners, as in like the way someone should act, the Ooh. politeness out of someone. Yeah, we can go that route. You didn't. That's what I first Wayne pull out of it. Manners out the civilization window. on the Wayne manners, like civilization. So like you're coming in here like Peace. threatening me and everything yeah. like that, and you're supposed to be a Wayne all prestige and poison well, I your high it's tower like manners out the window in the sense of like if civilization is on the wane then like the construct of society is going to like which manners is a construct of society like that would be out the window because anarchy okay. starts to set yeah. in you know yeah that's that's another major criticism that i see for the portrayal of lex luthor is like He's like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about him as a lax Luthor, but he would make a good Joker, you know. And, and I feel like that I'm getting a little bit of a Joker vibe in these scenes because it, you know, Joker's always trying to push Batman to the edge, past the edge, you know, to to go to the place where there's no return. And it's almost as if he's kind of saying, like, as like, oh look, you've gotten to the point where you're going to kill me, pretty much. Like, I think he's. And he's like relishing that idea. And that's, I don't know. I feel like that's a Joker thing more than a Luther thing. It can be for anyone really. I mean, like, 
Lex Luthor has had his one-up moments. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So and Joker's and, not Batman. It's only like, crazy. Yeah. And there's other. They all are. I, I think it always just depends on the writer. Like, you know, some writers can. There's so many different versions of the Joker. You know, and Lex Luthor. Yeah. I mean, even look at Earth One. A Riddler. Like we've had good yeah. Riddlers lately, and to the point, it's like. It's like, okay, that character can do it. And it's like, I don't think we should be able to say like, oh, this character has to act a certain way. Um, because if we can tell a good story with it, then that character should be allowed to mold into whatever shape you need. So I think like the Lex Luthor that we got here, like his wordplay, like it matches his, his intelligence. Yeah, his, his intelligence. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's again going on. It's, it's almost like a, I think we've said it multiple times, but like Martin Shkreli, it's like that guy fooled the whole, <laughs> the whole like medical industry. Yeah. And he just laughed his way to the bank. And he's only going to prison because he didn't pay back certain investors. Besides that, he got away with everything he did. And so like, that's like a, a super villain in real life that we have. Yeah. And, seeing that kind of character exists and some other eccentric people that are out there. It's like this Lex Luthor makes a lot of sense that he would be this kind of, I don't know, chess master mm-hmm. with, with words, you know, it's definitely a chess game. Yeah. So, yeah. And I can get that aspect of it. Definitely. And I'll, I'll be more than happy to talk more about the psychology. I think in the next minute will be the better time to bring that up but yeah absolutely well i mean that's all i have for this one so yeah. we want to skip to you want to get into psychology yeah oh, um i'm down for that yeah um you can find us on all social media dcu minutes and the facebook group dc cinematic minute listeners society and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for another episode of dc cinematic minute